all right, there's already comments happening. Like we 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 weren't even on. And the guess people, what? People we have upset. five five viewers already. So you know what that means. I know what it means. It means what it's does time. it mean? It means it's time for the intro. Oh yeah. Covered to Covered is a podcast that features two idiots talking about music at length, and occasionally a dog does make an appearance. There will also be special guests from time to time that will show up, and they will be smarter than the hosts. And the hosts will give their opinions. By the way, they are exactly that. Opinions. They are not truths, they are not fallacies, and they do not reflect the views or opinions of their employers or those they employ. So with that, just enjoy the damn show. I think I have to fix the intro. It's a slightly out of sync now, um, but we'll I, fix it. I like how the the John Bonham picture is still in there. It's good. I mean, why, why remove it? It's working, right? It is. It's a classic. So, and I threw in Robert Plant. I saw that it was some Valentine, and there was a there was a, a Norway Norwegian black metal Valentine in there, oh, yes, and also did, did I see Tom Brady in there too? You saw Tom Brady. He says, I would let you deflate my balls. <laughs> What's happening, baby? And and Robert Plant said, roses are red, lemons are yellow, squeeze my lemon. There you go. <laughs> so welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Cover to Covered. My name is Mike Venezia. That is Nick Morocco. Nick, what store do you own? Rock City Music Company. Where are you located? Five Mile in Farmington in Livonia, Michigan. And where can we find you? rockcitymusicco.com and on all social media platforms that is good that is good not um, as good as your led zeppelin kiss shirt no this is you know i mean come on this is a classic <laughs> there's like a whole series of those uh, there's a guy that comes into the shop that has one that uh, that has bob marley on it and it says Jimi hendrix no it's the other way around it's oh Jimi it? hendrix but it says marley beneath oh it. okay all right yeah yeah there's that one. There's there's a few of those. The company's called T-shirt Hell, and uh, they are available online at t-shirthell.com. And I will not get any money for that. Um, Gall hey. McCartney had a shirt that had the police on it, and it said "fuck NWA." <laughs> That's actually funny, but knowing it's him, it probably needed a wash. <laughs> so. You know. He got a new career, which we don't need to talk about on here, but he he's 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 moving on up in the world. Oh, how could he have gotten lower? <laughs> right now he's he's watching going, no. Well, I mean, the first thing he said when he came in was chutney. Like <laughs> that's his favorite. There you chutney. go. So I said I said pituitary. I, I don't know. Like, how do you <laughs> respond to that? You know, and it's like I'm going, you know what's the saying never 
never fight uh, somebody uh, in a battle of wits that's unarmed or something like that. You know, like they'll just drag you down to their level and beat you with experience. <laughs> right. But then, yeah, but you're, but you, you, that rule doesn't apply to uh, Paul Us? McCartney. Well, no, because he, he's just so bad. But anyway, all right. <laughs> he's just, he's so, just so bad. Just so bad. So uh, we got a lot to talk about uh, today. We, we have our, we have our exciting topic, which is the anti-Valentine's Day playlist. Uh, and uh, Nick and I, um, uh, I exchanged, well, I, don't, I can't say we exchanged. I gave him my list, and he's like, 70% of what you put is what I put. I'm like, oh, I'll change things. No, find things. I'll find them. So I said, you know, well, I'm sure that between Tom Petty, Bruce Springsteen, The Grateful Dead, and Bob Dylan, and everybody else I don't listen to, there's plenty of anti-love songs that are in there. So uh, I'm, I'm fairly certain. A couple of those artists may make an appearance. There you go. Um, but, uh, and as Steph says, uh, the only important Valentine is Roger. And uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's chilling out. He's right here. So Happy Valentine's Day, Roger. He's just like, whatever, give me my toy. I want to play. Now, how so, about this, Mike? Before we go any further, what about Valentine's Day? Excuse me? Yeah, how some people say Valentine's Day, but people it's Valentine's. Say that? Yeah. Haven't you ever heard people say that? I didn't know it was time for Valen. Yeah. It's Valentine's Day. Time? Is that when you listen to La Bamba? I'm not sure because it's You'd time for Richie Valens, I guess. You know, it's it's <laughs> Valens Valens time. That's Richie Valens time. time. Yeah, well, whatever. If they say Valentine, I mean, they they may be just as confused. Who knows? It's whatever. It's the same people that say supposedly, supposedly. Yeah. Or, or no, all no, no, of, supposedly, all supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. That's supposedly is what it is, but they say right. supposedly or supposedly or irregardless, which turns out irregardless is a thing, but I don't count it. So don't <laughs> use it. Don't use it. Just ever. They please. also say they also usually say library. Yeah, the library, which is where you need to go to learn how to fucking spell library. Right. Or. You know, spelling February without the the first R. <laughs> it's actually February. <laughs> I do that all the time. I have to be honest. I can't. I'm I'm bagging on people, but I I make that mistake almost every time I write. I write February. Those people are smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Irregardless, I can't stand that one. I. But the thing is, it's it's actually that's actually a thing. So it's like actually real. Or people that don't know how to use two, two, and two. Like, yeah, it's, oh, that, yeah, that drives me insane. Yeah, well, let's not get into this because th this is <laughs> That's not a whole separate <laughs> topic. This is, yeah, this is not a uh, an English Nazi uh, 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 web webcast. Uh, we barely speak English, so yeah. I mean, who are we? But um, so today, you won't be hearing me through my headphones. I now have new closed back cans that make me look like Princess Leia's spawn. <laughs> These things are huge. And you've got a uh, goldfish hat. Uh, we, we, Jeff, you're late to the party, dude. <laughs> we were just talking about Valentine's Day. Yes, I agree. Um, I'm sorry. What were you saying? I wasn't paying attention. To you're you. wearing a goldfish hat. I am. Well, no, I'm just wearing a hat backwards. 
Is it a baseball cap? Yeah. Or it's or it's a cabbie hat. No, 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 no. It's a baseball. Oh, okay. I thought you were wearing what I call the uh, the the Andy Caps hot fries hat. I call it the LL Cool J thing, but uh, <laughs> right. I actually have a couple of them, and I do like them. I just don't wear them all too often because I know that Goldfish wears them. So <laughs> he's giving cabbie hats a bad yeah. name. Ah, uh, cabbie hat. He has a whole um, collection of them. I'm sure he does. I have a collection of two. Speaking of collection, before we go any further, Grail alert, Grail uh -oh. alert, uh -oh. Grail alert. Before we came on today, I'd, I'd walked Roger and I went to my mailbox and there was something in there. Damn and it. It made me very happy. You just reminded me I was supposed to bid on something when we got a minute into this and I forgot and I wouldn't and have paid this. It. I wouldn't have paid that much anyway, so it's fine. All right, what did you not bid on before I go in? Uh, Jethro Tall Aqua Lung, uh, the box set from. Again? No, the box set the, the from uh, 2016 with all the Stephen Wilson remixes and the oh, DVD. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not the one that you got and then was bad and all right. that other stuff. No, not that one. And right. I should have kept that one because now I haven't seen one come up anywhere near that price. But I digress. <laughs> what what was in your mailbox? You ready? Yep. Ooh. Tell everybody what it is. It's a record. <laughs> Obviously. This is Russian Roulette. This was a promotional only LP. Put out by Mercury Records. I'm guessing they sent it to record stations. Uh, I mean, uh, um, radio, radio stations. stations. Uh, and what it is, is six songs each side, same six songs each side, two minutes of each song, concentrically within each other. So what does that mean? Well, there's a roulette wheel on here. What do they talk about when it comes to roulette? It's all up to chance. When you put the needle at the front of the record in that dead wax right at the beginning of the record, you don't know what song's going to play. So take a look at this. Uh, I hope this can show on camera, but you could see there's no, yeah, there's no song markers. It just looks like one gigantic track, but each track is cut within, like there are six individual tracks in here that are all cut within one another. So it's depending incredible. on where it catches at the beginning of the record, that'll dictate what song it plays. These are hard to find. Um, I've never well, seen one. Actually, I, they're not that they're hard to find if you know where to look. They're very expensive. Uh, and usually most of them in pretty poor condition. This one's in VG Plus. VG, VG Plus. Plus. Which, by the way, today is Ian's birthday. So, Ian, if you're watching, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, yes. birthday buddy. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so happy birthday to you. Um, but yeah, this was like, I was out at dinner the other night with a friend of mine and she's like, well, if you want to get it, just get it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a chunk of change. And then I looked it up and it was, there was two, there were two that were much more affordable and one I didn't want to get because it just seemed like the guy was a little sketch the way he was describing it. Mm -hmm. This one was a couple of bucks more, not much. Uh, but I gotta be honest, the, the vinyl is in, you know, VG plus plus plus. It's not quite near mint, but it's really, really close. The, the cover is probably one of the better covers I've seen. It's clean. 
It's it's pretty clean. I mean, there's there's ring wear and you know you could see it, but I mean this is forty two years old, so you know, and it's a white cover, right? <laughs> you know, right. It's going to get dirtier than a lot of the others. So so is that the most you've paid for a single record? No. Okay. No, it's not. Um, but it's close. Uh, it's close, but it's not the most. It's not the most. Um, but I got it for less than market in my mind. You know, generally these are 250, two and a quarter, 300. Um, I got it for under two. So I'm, I'm happy for that. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's a lot of money just for one record. But the thing is, these are collectible. Now, a quick aside. I had this when I was 16 years old. All right. My cousin, who's the one who got me into my cousin, Rocky, rest in peace. He's the one that got me into playing guitar when I was, you know, whatever, 12 years old. And he had this. And so I always kept it in the back of my mind because I was a big Rush fan. And I would go to record shows that they had in Long Island and uh, finally found it. And I somebody had one and I bought it for $20. Wow. 20 bucks. And that was a lot of money for me back then because I had like a paper route. So, but I bought it because I wanted it and I knew it was limited edition and all this stuff. Fast forward, my mother threw it out. Oh, nice. Along with all my other records. (laughs) After I moved to California. She's like, eh. (laughs) And she keeps saying she's sorry. Um, But anyway, so... I'm very excited because I got that. So that's an amazing score. And to think I was going to come on here and gloat about how I went to a local record store here on Sunday and cleared out. They had a bunch of incredibly clean original press George Benson jazz records on CTI. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like super clean that were like $3.99 each. And I, I bought like 10 of them. So I was all excited to come on and talk about that, but that definitely dwarfs it. <laughs> Speaking of dwarfs. And if, and if you're an audiophile, I can, uh, I can rub it in that uh, I was able to score one of the uh, Bob Marley Exodus UHQRs. Oh, did nice. You, did you read about all that? I heard something about what, what happened with that. So they announced it, and everybody kind of knew it was coming. It hadn't yeah. been confirmed, but there was an Acoustic Sounds video a couple months ago that Chad was given an update, and somebody, you know, all of us are obsessive about this, were, were, they were able to zoom in in the video and see that the Exodus jackets were sitting on a table behind him. So they knew, everybody assumed something was coming. Well, on Bob Marley's birthday on Monday, they announced it, out of the blue and said you know this the next uhqr is bob marley exodus is only 3500 copies um because it was a deal they made prior to covid and they haven't been able to they weren't able to make more copies which is the same thing that happened a few months ago with rasta man vibration the bob marley record but of course exodus is the bob marley record you know um so basically they announced that at three o'clock in the afternoon I got the email. I jumped down there right away. It was like 3.01 and the website was already crashing because so many people were trying to get it. So oh, yeah. I ended up, I just was persistent and I kept getting kicked out and kicked out. And then I finally got through and got one ordered. And then other people were saying that they were, they, they had to call acoustic sounds like a hundred times. And finally they got through basically 
um the the thing sold out oh, pretty much instantly i think it it's, sounds like taylor swift tickets right um <laughs> This is a little cheaper. I wonder if they'll have congressional hearings about acoustic yeah, right. sounds in their website. Right. It, well, that's what people were losing their mind. Like, can't you guys get a better website? Can't you get? And it's like 99% no, like, of the time the website's fine. It's because there was a high demand item happening. Yeah. You know? Like the one time that there's like a high demand vinyl, you know, right. right. <laughs> and everybody's going to criticize them for it forever. Exactly. So a lot of people got <laughs> shut out. A lot of flippers got them. Unfortunately, they're on eBay yeah. already for eight, nine hundred dollars and people are paying it and I bought two of those yeah <laughs> i know you didn't um but i mean we've talked about this before the 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 secondary market on whether it be tickets or records or it's it's just out of control you know i know a lot of people because uh, acoustic sounds limited it to one per person which mm. obviously there's ways around it if you want to be crafty but they limited it to one per person but the marley estate also release copies of it and they were allowing one person to order four copies of it so i mean it's just Whoa. playing right right into the hand of the flippers so um yeah. it's unfortunate that a lot of people that uh, like we, we have a great customer uh greg who may or may not be watching i know sometimes he watches but he got shut out and like he's a huge bob marley fan he collects all the uhqrs big big time lp collector and he got shut out because the website was just he couldn't get it to work and by the time he did get it to work they were gone so that, that's bizarre so yeah. sorry to hear that that's a yeah, bummer but i can't it, wait it to hear sucks. it sucks when like real fans miss out on the stuff that's important you know and we're dummies and then we wind up paying more for it anyway and again it goes back to the whole ticket thing which i'm not going to get into though i will say and i didn't watch it uh, I was paying attention to something else like work. Um, but during the, the state of the union, Joe Biden actually brought up that whole thing saying, you know, like get rid of these fees for tickets so people can actually afford to go to shows. Right. I'm like, yeah, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I'm for it. Yeah, you got to <laughs> you know? agree with that. Right. Like, yeah. I'm totally for that. So politics aside, I'm just for that. You know, I'm for that. That's, that's, that's fine. Anyway. Oh, look, my mom is, is watching us and she says, oh, thanks for bringing that up, Mike. As, and, and yes, Jeff, that's why no flowers. That's exactly why my mom is not getting flowers on Valentine's day. That's why this episode exists. It's because she threw away this in roulette. You know what else was in that, in those records, uh, Vitology first pressing of Vitology. I bought brand new when it came out and a bunch of other things too. And like. It's probably all the records that were thrown out are probably worth like three or four thousand dollars. <laughs> and it was like fifty records. So it wasn't even like it was it right. was definitely quality over quantity. But no mom, it's okay. Um he's just rebuying them all now. And that's why yes, he can't exactly. he can't afford to send any flowers. No, I can't. I got I gotta buy all the records again. <laughs> um so anyway, uh speaking of records, Grammys were on. Uh Grammys were on. Um interest did you watch any of it? I saw none of it. I watched some of it, um, and then I wound up watching a lot more of it than I wanted to because <laughs> I just left it on as I was doing other things, and I'm like, kept looking over my, because I had it on my iPad, and I'm like, why am I watching this? Why is this still on? But I will say that, you know, the, the tribute to uh, Smokey Robinson and Barry Gordy Jr. was amazing. Uh, Smokey came out and sang, and he, he killed it. Stevie Wonder was, <laughs> I mean, come on just the gold standard for musicianship period. Yep. And then Chris Stapleton, which was an interesting choice came out and sang superstition with Stevie wonder. 
Wow. And he killed it. He did. I mean, Chris Stapleton really, really has a soulful voice. So yes, yeah. he did a really good job. I couldn't help but think that maybe they had him on the show because there were so many people saying, who's singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl this coming Sunday? Because he is. Uh-huh. And people like, Chris who? Like, people just had no idea who he was. Which is crazy, because um, yeah. he sells out, like, baseball stadiums. Yeah, exactly. But there's a lot of people that just don't know who he is. Um, and then there was a, a tribute to hip-hop. You know, I did 50 see that. Years of hip-hop. I did see that, and that was fantastic. That of was course, astoundingly I, great. Quest, Quest Love put that together, right? I think so. And the thing is, it went off without a hitch. Yeah. Like, there were no hiccups. And if I had to pick any of the artists that were that were up there... During that, and there, I think it was like 113 artists, they said, or wow. some number, uh, a crazy amount of artists that wound up being up there just for that tribute, uh, that that recognition of 50 years of hip-hop. Buster Rhymes blew everybody out of the water. Yes. He blew everybody out of the water. It was so great. I'm not even a Buster Rhymes fan, but now I am, because that guy just lit it up. He was so good. So kudos to Buster Rhymes. I know you're watching. Yes, um, he's a good yeah. friend of mine, and I know he's on here. Yeah, he definitely he he he's watching with uh, uh, Bob w- Williams as Jeff, or whatever <laughs> the <laughs> what's the name? Brett Michaels as as CC. <laughs> what what is it? <laughs> Brett Michaels. <laughs> How about his what? party gras tour that's coming? Did Who? you see that? Oh, you no. haven't seen this? No. Oh, this is going to be the tour of the summer, Mike. I don't know how you missed out on this. Check it out. It's Brett Michaels headlining. It's called Party Gras, first of all. Let that sink in. Yeah, bad bad name. Okay, next. <laughs> Brett Michaels, Starship, Night Ranger, and Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray. All right, let's let's... There's a lot to unpack there, and we don't have much time. No, so. wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, though, I oh, want to let, oh, let you know that Brett Michaels, when he was on Talking with Eddie Trunk to announce this tour, he oh, also said that, that's where you announced that tour. He said um, th- there's going to be lots of special guests, surprise guests along the way, and you never know who it could be because he's friends with Paul Stanley and Jimmy Page. Can you imagine? I'm sure Jimmy Page is just dying to get out on stage with Mark McGrath and Starship. At Brett Michaels Party Grow. I'm I'm not going. How about that? How about we're gonna sum it up with I'm not going. <laughs> it kicks That's off fine. in Detroit. I don't care where it kicks off, it can fuck off in Detroit. <laughs> That's fine. That's a good place for it to, you know. How much oh great. How much are the tickets for that tour? If it's a dollar, it's too much. But the fees are probably fifty bucks a ticket. So go Ticketmaster. Hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can get, uh, I, I already looked and you can get a VIP, uh, watch from the side of the stage premium experience, as well as a meet and greet with Brett Michaels for the low price of $1,250. Wow. 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 Do you know how many of these you can get for that amount of money? And this would pay back a lot more than that. I want to know if you pay that, do you only get to meet Brett Michaels or do you also get to meet Mickey Thomas and uh, Jack Blades and uh, and uh, Mark McGrath? Well, if I could be, well, Tommy, no, he that was damn Yankees. That's damn Yankees, yeah. yeah. Well, if Jeff Watson came back <laughs> into Night Ranger and I could hang out with him and Kelly Keegee, oh, yeah, I'm in. I'm not in. Um <laughs> 
Anyway, let's move on from that because I already have a bad taste in my mouth. Like this, I'm already, I already feel like I'm suffering a little bit. What are you listening to? All right. So my three things that I've been listening to one new to me, one, a discovery and one, a celebratory box set. So I'll start with the discovery, uh, Elvis Costello, Imperial bedroom. Are you familiar with this album? I'm not. So he, I don't know much about Elvis. I mean, I know who Elvis Costello is and I know the hits, but, but okay. uh, apart from that. So this was sort of his experimental record in, in 1982. It's kind of like a studio um, experiment, like a, like a Sergeant Pepper type thing. And uh, Jeff Emmerich, who of course engineered all the Beatles all stuff, the Beatles stuff yep. he's the engineer on this record. So okay. yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool, um, little off the wall stuff on there, but it's still, of course, the iconic Elvis hooks and melodies and stuff. So I finally was able to pick up a copy of it. And I'm a big fan of his, but um, I've never heard this record. And a lot of people say it's like kind of his masterpiece. So I was excited to find a nice original press of it. Um, the celebratory box set, this isn't vinyl, but I got the, it was an import eight disc thin Lizzie live and dangerous wow cd box set and what it is is it it's uh comprised of the seven shows in it, almost in their entireties that they made live and dangerous from so oh, cool. three shows from the hammersmith two shows at the tower in philadelphia and then there's one i think uh from the rainbow theater uh in the uk um but warts and all no overdubs and and they said the biggest reason why they put it out was to stop the myth that that record is all overdubs that because <laughs> okay. uh uh it's a lot of people talk about it like kiss alive that it's mostly overdubs and you can yeah. hear by these performances that it's absolutely not so it's it's fantastic if you find a copy pick it up i ordered it as soon as it went up on pre-order it was limited edition and now they're already three times the amount of money so hopefully they'll do another run of them because uh if, if you're a thin lizzy fan it's a must owns comes with a nice hardcover book and then like i said i think it actually is eight discs Jeez, that's and then, a lot of music. <laughs> it is, it is. And then um, classic album, BTO Not Fragile. Let's talk about the title. That they, They're saying it's so strong. The record is so strong that you don't have to worry about any damage taking place. Did it come out maybe right after Yes is Fragile? I don't know. No, this is like five five years after Fragile. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. I don't know about the title. Not fragile. Not fragile. Just like their greatest hits. Uh, Bachman Turner Overdrive greatest hits so far. <laughs> they anticipated more hits were coming, but they didn't. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of, you know, uh, inventive as a title and optimistic, if you will. Optimistic. Yes. Yes. And, uh, a, a lot of people don't know including myself because all i know knew was the bto hits they've got some tunes that are like rooted in like really heavy riffs and then Ran randy bachman comes in and, and totally wimps them all up but they start out real heavy <laughs> like there's a tune on there's a tune on not fragile called um sledgehammer that of course the uh the great cf turner of bto sings and uh heavy track man heavy well heavy. the drummer just died right yeah robbie bachman he was yeah. uh he was uh randy's brother rest in peace yeah well i'm uh my my uh, for me it's been simple 
recently. I've been listening to a lot of Steely Dan. Like a lot of Steely Dan. Can't go wrong. Um, no, can't. Um, mainly the greatest hits, just because that's the one I pulled out that day when I was like, ah, I want something to listen to while I'm like, you know, cleaning house or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, cool double album to listen to. So I just had that on spinning, spinning, spinning. And then I picked up um, Mirrorball by Def Leppard, which is a triple live album. Uh, and it was surprisingly inexpensive for a triple album. I think I paid twenty two ninety eight. Now, maybe because it wasn't popular or I, I don't know, but is it because a, it wasn't good? No, it's good. Okay. It's actually a good live album. I mean, you know, it's Def Leppard, you know, and it's all the hits live, essentially. So uh I've been listening to that too. So that's you know, that's what I've been listening to recently. It's just very, very simple. Nothing nothing out of the ordinary for me. Um but also, you know, boning up again on some Pantera as those those concerts are a few months away and I'm just going through the back catalog and hoping that everything will be good when I see them. Uh, but that's that. Yeah. Uh-oh, With were you just said, implying something? No, not at all. Okay. No, I wasn't implying. I, right. Look, they're getting thrown off of festivals. <laughs> right. I saw Because that. of some indiscretions of the past of a certain singer of Pantera. So, you know, just wondering if that spreads. Uh, in the meantime, I'll just listen to the albums. Uh, so what's coming out this week? Anything cool? And by the way, we are like two months away from Record Store Day. Yep. So we're going to be talking about that in a couple of weeks, probably, if there's a preview of anything that you might have that we can talk about. But uh, but as far as this week, what's coming out? So I pulled three things that are, that are uh, coming out. I'm not sure if any of these interest you or our listeners. Well, one might. <laughs> Fear Factory has a uh, an album coming out called Recoded, and apparently it is the remix version of their last album called. They do a- that a lot. They, yeah. They've this is not the first time they've done it. They did uh, demanufactured and then came out with remanufactured, which is the remix version of of that album. Yeah, this is the remix of Aggression Continuum. Okay. Great title. Um, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing, double LP greatest hits coming out. Uh, The Dire Straits stuff is a a catalog that seems to go in and out of print constantly. I don't Mm -hmm. know if the licenses change hands. MoFi did it a couple years ago. They did it. Well, they did the first four records. But, um, yeah, so this is the double LP. I know a lot of people... um, aren't into getting their entire catalog. So this is a great way to pick up the hits. And then uh, the big release for the week is the new album from Paramore. This is why comes on indie exclusive clear vinyl. This is their first record since 2017. Very cool. So yes. For those of you that are fans, go out and grab them. Do it on Friday. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into this. Uh, We're 30 minutes into the show. So, which is actually, this is early for us to get into our main topic. It's yes. Um, I don't like Valentine's day probably because I'm single. I was going to say, cause you don't have a Valentine. <laughs> I might like it less if I did. Well, you wouldn't have been able to buy rush in roulette. That's for sure. Well, I might've, but I'll, I would have said that I've had it for years, <laughs> you know, right. For those that are guitar collectors, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, you just, you know, by the way, the, the great secret for those of you that are trying to collect guitars and don't think you can, what you do is you take a case, you leave the house with a case, but it's empty. And you say you're going out to jam and then you go and you buy a guitar and you put it in that case and you bring it home. And guess what? Voila, new guitar. And then later on, you go pick up that case that came with that guitar and you're good to go. Um, can you tell say. Mike has been in this business? For I've a very long time, just a minute or two. <laughs> um, the other thing that doesn't quite go over as well is, um, you know, when you buy the new guitar, it's it's sort of like turning the tables. Uh, you know, hey, when did you get that guitar? We can't afford it, and you turn around and say, "I've had it for six years. You pay no attention to me," and just see how that goes over. <laughs> and when the Couple divorce papers land in your like lap, Venezia. yeah, this is you know, well, look. There are lots of women out there, but a good guitar is hard to find. <laughs> and we've alienated every woman watching. There are far less 59 Les Pauls out there than women. Yeah, right? but, yeah but what about if you have a woman that appreciate a 59 Les Paul? Like I see Pat just commented, <laughs> his wife Vaughn's pretty cool. <laughs> my she wife can, is listening now i can't use well, she, that <laughs> she comes in with pat when he comes into the store and he's bought he's bought guitars he's bought records and she's been there supporting it and she's smart <laughs> so so it doesn't always go the negative way no not always just but it is the way. excuse always oh, i'm gonna have to talk <laughs> to the wife you know what i'm saying yeah uh, and and that i got i gotta tell you that's really like the worst excuse for those of you that do shop and you go to record stores or you go to, you know, you go to guitar stores and, oh, I got to check with the wife. Come on. Stop blaming your wife. That's not cool. Yep. Will she be angry about it? Maybe. But you know what? She also might not. And you know what? You're saying it to get out of something and karma's going to come back and get you. Karma's going to come back and get you. That's I, I just... You, you were, I, I love listening to you talk about things like this. <laughs> I this really is all do. in good fun, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's always in good fun. So Valentine's Day, look, I do things on Valentine's Day. I'm going out with a dear friend of mine and we're going to go have dinner and it's nice. And just because we're friends and that's fine, you know, uh, because, you know, I could wallow in self-pity. But I do that six days a week. As it is. And then the seventh day, I usually sleep through it so long that I don't have time to pity myself. And, you know, 364 days a year, that's enough self-pity. The one day I can go out, have a nice meal, you know, with a friend of mine, which is always nice. Yes. So anyway, um, however, with that said, there are lots of love songs. Lots. Love has been overdone. If, you know, there are two words that are used most in songs. One is the, and the other is love. So, uh, you know, either way, if you said, you know, search for songs with the in the title, I, it, there's probably more songs with love. Who knows? Anyway, lots of love songs, but there's also lots of anti-love songs. And so we wanted to make the anti-Valentine's Day playlist, uh, or at least I wanted to, and I told Nick this is what we're doing. So, yep. because that's usually how it goes yeah it is it's like hey nick what do you want to do i want to talk about bass players great we're going to do an anti-valentine's day playlist yeah hard left hard left and why because it's topical because next tuesday is valentine's day and we're not back on until wednesday so 
And then Nick goes and sees Bruce Springsteen for like eight months in a row or something like that. I, I don't know. There's some, so that's some... a couple of weeks out still. Oh, okay, Here, fine. Here, since everybody's interested, let me tell you how far out I am from seeing Springsteen. For it's not that far. It's not far enough. Four weeks. Four, five four... weeks. Five weeks is my first Bruce show from right now. But he's now. playing already. Why are you not in Atlanta? Why are uh, you not in these other places? Oh, I could have been. And let me tell oh, you, you, I was regretting been. it. I was regretting oh, well, it when I'm sure I saw you the were. set list. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one thing we're never going to have on this show is Nick's review of a Bruce Springsteen concert. Just not going to happen. It was great. <laughs> there you go. Great review. That's the kind of re I'm looking for that right there. Just very, I'm out. All right. So there are lots of anti-love songs, and, and, and I'm sure Nick's is uh, all over the genre map, uh, as mine is. Uh, there are some things that are quite obvious. There are some things that are not. We are going to put together this playlist. I'm going to put it together on Spotify, and it will be up about an hour after the show is done. And I'll put it in the comments. By the way, if you have not subscribed, subscribe. It's down like about there-ish. Subscribe. Hit the notifications. Tell your friends. All right? Uh, and we will, you know, the more that are there, more. We're still at 68. Two weeks ago, we were at 68. No, and we I were said, at 67, to be fair. Uh, well, uh, no, we were at 68, and then we went down one, and then we got one back. So that's what happened. So, yeah. Someone unsubscribed. Somebody unsubscribed, probably somebody I dated. Uh, and, <laughs> and now we have another subscriber to kind of make up for that. So we're, we're static at 68, but we want a lot more. And I also I have some ideas. Nick, I'm going to talk about afterwards, but it's talking about maybe finding a way to get things like this to our listening audience. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Anyhow. Um, so Nick. Yes. What would be your first song on the anti Valentine's day playlist and why I'm pulling this one out because I'm surprised it wasn't on your list since we thought so similar, similarly, what the, why can't I speak today? Well, that's you know, it's it's irregardless of how you say it. It is supposedly. Supposedly, day. it's a hard song, a hard word to say. Supposedly. <laughs> so, Guns N' Roses used to love her. Wow. I was surprised that, you didn't you didn't have that one. You know, I'm surprised I didn't have that one. Because um, when you is... gave me this topic, it was the first one that popped into my head. <laughs> well, uh, that is. That is indeed a great song. As the lyrics go, I used to love her, but I had to kill her. <laughs> there you go. The first okay. line of the first two lines of the song. Amen and hallelujah. That definitely belongs on there. So that will be definitely put right on that list. Do you have this written down somewhere? I do. I have a note on my computer. That's oh, how right, I always cool. do this. I, I have the note up next to the screen so I can look what I'm doing. Did you write it or type it? type it okay cool can you send that to me so i don't have to write it down i'm being lazy yep thank you uh so i can well i, I want to put together the playlist so uh i'm gonna go with something a little bit more brutal as far as the actual genre of music and i'm going with pantera this love because it's just heavy <laughs> that and, was the second choice that was yeah. the second thing i thought of when you gave me the topic yeah, that was that was my first one. That was just like right there. There you go. That's it. Pantera, this love. It's brutal. It's honest, and it's one of the highlights of their show. 
And it all goes back to what I was saying before about listening to their back catalog. So, yes, Pantera, This Love from Vulgar Display of Power, 1992, Echo Records. Um, it is definitely deserving of being on this playlist. That's a great one. Great call. What you got? Okay. Uh, this is probably uh, not well known even to people that are fans of his. David Bowie, Valentine's Day. The song is called Valentine's Day. It was on his 20... 20- 12 release i believe it was uh called the next day and the song uh although it's titled valentine's day it is about a uh mass shooter that would be anti-love anti-love so yeah it's it's doing the david bowie hyperbole you know (laughs) comparison thing yeah uh great song though um a, a very uh very compelling and it and they did make a video for it that's pretty trippy and out there in standard david bowie fashion so yep david bowie valentine's day great one uh i just want to check and see um hang on one second sorry everybody um i guess it really doesn't matter too much but anyway so my next one is a twofer reason why it's a twofer it's not like one after the other but same band uh, and one is a little bit questionable as far as an anti-love song. It's more like a less anti-love and more like unrequited love. Let, let, let's put it that way. Jay Giles Band. Love stinks because... Because that song stinks. stinks. That should be in this song sucks. You know what? It shouldn't. It's good. It's not by Steve Miller. I don't want to hear what you have to say. It's a good song. It's a fun song. All right. Love stinks. So it's love stinks. And then the other one is centerfold. Okay. Now, why did I say centerfold? It's because like, if you listen to the lyrics, this dude loves this, this girl in his class. And then he gets like, oh, no, she's everybody's seeing her because she's all naked in this magazine. And he's like, well, I hope next time I see you. And like at the end of the song he's like, you know, basically paraphrasing, not using the exact words like, you know, I hope the next time I see you is when your clothes are on and then we'll go out and then we'll go to a motel room and then we'll get naked there. That'd be great. <laughs> so it's it's not anti love. It's just unrequited love. Like it's just not not given back. That's he just wants so bad. But ain't having it and now he feels that this his, the love of his life is shared with everyone his love's been sold his angel is a centerfold it's pretty brilliant actually it is it really <laughs> it's is great. better than love stinks oh much better yeah okay good whatever you're next um okay so on the same on the same wavelength as that, this is why I put this song on here because I don't think most people realize lyrically what, what they're actually saying. Uh, Ario Speedwagon, keep on loving you. Same, same thing. So if you read the lyrics to keep on loving you, that's about a relationship ending, not carrying on. <laughs> and I know a lot of people use that song like as their wedding song and things, and it's like uh, you should maybe dig a little deeper and see what Mr. Kevin Cronin's trying to tell you. <laughs> Listen closer. Listen closely. Listen closer. Should have seen by the look in your eyes. What's he say? Uh, there was something missing. Man. Man. 
my next one is again questionable because it's actually about infidelity and infidelity is anti-love though it seems as if they were cheating on each other with each other and that's escape the pina colada song by rupert holmes which is if you're not listening to it you're not getting it like you're just like if you like pina colada and you're like all happy meanwhile it's like this dude's like i'm sick of her i'm gonna go and read personal ads and respond and boy, I had a really good response to her personal ad. And she's like, oh, we got to meet each other. He's like, oh, yeah, we got to meet each other by noon tomorrow. That's right. And, oh, it's you. <laughs> right. It comes around full yeah. circle. And it's like, oh, it's you. Well, I, I never knew that you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain. Uh, so basically, it's like two people cheating on each other that are somewhat relieved and yet upset that they are cheating on each other with each other. Yes. So there's that. Now you could put Rupert Holmes, uh, him on there as well. It's me or it's him, 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 him. him. What you gonna do about him? Yeah. yeah, you could. You could. I think I think you should put that on there because I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the only playlist that has two Rupert Holmes songs on. A double shot. A double shot. A one-two punch of Rupert Holmes. And they're both on the same album, right? They are. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's the only album that he put out like eight albums. It's like the only one he's known for. Right. Uh, but he's done a lot of Broadway stuff. Anyway, your turn. Okay. Uh, Judas Priest Love Bites. <laughs> nice. Just for the title? Just for the title. Yeah, lyrically, I mean, it's pretty, you know, pretty normal. Well, Pretty I'm gonna standard. counter your I'm gonna counter your love bites with Def Leopard Love Bites. That's much <laughs> more of a uh, tender, deep ballad than uh, yeah. than Judas Priest Love Bites, but still belongs there. I, I you gotta you gotta like read a little deeper into the lyrics on that one too. Like I don't want to touch you too much, baby, because making love to you is gonna drive me crazy. Love bites. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> right. Oh shucks. Like I like you. Damn it. I love you. Crap. (laughs) It just sounds like, like, uh, there's got to be something better. There isn't. Damn it. Why is it you? (laughs) I love bites. (laughs) Vaughn put put that on my my post, too. She said love bites. It does. I mean, the song. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Your turn, because I... I countered. I countered your love bites with my love bites, so it's your turn. Okay. Uh, Guar. Hate love songs. Nice. Yeah, off, uh, Carnival of Chaos. And explain the song. I mean, do, do I need to go into deep detail? Not hang deep, on. but maybe give us a line or two. Okay, hang on. Let me pull it up because I want to <laughs> make sure I don't get this wrong. Guar, guar uh, <laughs> lyrics are very, uh, very deep. I hate love songs and I hate lovers. I hate everything that I can't have, so I hate you. I hate wet dreams and masturbation. I hate everything (laughs) that feels good like sex with you. Makes me want to puke when I see something cuddly like you. There you go. Yeah, that if that doesn't if that is not the crown the, the like the star on top of the Christmas tree that is anti love songs, 
I mean, and we have a whole bunch more to go through. Actually, I think there's one more that tops it. I think there's one more later on that. Wait, hang on. There's another good lyric in this. Oh, go for it. I love hate songs about mass destruction. Other people's pain takes my mind off you. I love puppies when they are roadkill. They're too cute to live, too cute to live, too cute like you. Oh, my God. That's awful. That part's all right. You know what? I'm taking that off the top of the tree and putting it like midway on the tree attached to the garland. It's guar. Well, other things I, I went with, I hate you by overkill. <laughs> so, and if you go with some of those lyrics, uh, let's say, uh, I hate people that make you feel small. I ain't having my back against the wall. You know, I hate being talked down to, I hate your rules. I hate them all. Hate being marked to take the fall planet's not big enough for me and you so much trouble over me surrounded by jerks. Can't you see it's, it's like, yeah with his vocals on top of it you know with with his you know just gargled with broken glass vocals on top of it all you know think you think i know how you got this far think i know how you got where you are think i'll hate you when i'm dead uh, i think i think i'll hate you when you're dead i know i'll hate you but bobby blitz is a uh is sort of a friend of mine i guess he's an acquaintance and uh, he got mad at me one time and yelled at me, and uh, it was very scary. <laughs> what do he say? Nick, don't do that. What the hell's wrong? What the hell's the matter with you? God damn it! <laughs> Why are you talking to me? Here's here's a good here's a good sidebar, Mike, that you'll appreciate because you knew Johnny and you mm. knew his demeanor. One of the years we were at the Nam show, you know, they always were doing uh, Metal Allegiance at the House of Blues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we went there to see it. And, uh, you know, for those that don't know, Metal Allegiance is basically a super group cover band that has Mike Portnoy and Dave Lombardo and Gary Holt and Alex Skolnick and Frank Bello, Frank Bello, Scotty and Mark from Death Angel. Uh, I mean, everybody. And Selmo, Carrie King, like it's just like everybody. everybody in and out. Yeah. So for the NAMM show, they would always, it would always be the ultimate show yeah. because everybody would be there. So we went to see it and, uh, Bobby Blitz came out to sing uh, Grinder by Judas Priest. They they do metal covers, by the way. So um, they, they were doing Grinder, And Johnny looks over at me and he goes, you know what's hilarious about this? I go, what? He goes, all these guys are like metal royalty, you know? And he goes, they're all here because of the NAMM show. And he goes, I feel like Bobby Blitz had to get the day off work to be here. <laughs> it's it's probably about right it's probably about right all right your turn all right um how about go your own way fleetwood mac yes i don't yes. think that needs any explanation i mean it's nope. pretty it's pretty right in your face on that one nope yeah and and uh, it's it is the perfect just arm's length. <laughs> I've had it. Yep. Yep. I loved you and I gave my all. Go. Just yep. Get out. You can call it another lonely day. Yep. Exactly. Um, this one is, well, I mean, you give love a bad name by Bon Jovi. <laughs> yep. That's another one. Yep. That's another one of those that really doesn't need a. You know, shot through the heart, and you're to blame. You give love a bad name. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I love looking at some of these lyrics and you try to read them. You ever try to read some of these lyrics in, in like a very, you know, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like as if, you know, um, I saw this thing a long time ago on, on Conan O'Brien where Ian McKellen, Sir Ian McKellen, you know, Gandalf <laughs> was, was on and they asked him to read in a very Shakespearean fashion instructions on how to change a tire. It's like, jack the car on a firm surface, loosen the lug nuts, remove the tire, <laughs> you know, and all this stuff. And I would love to have Ian McKellen, like, read some of these lyrics. In that read the lyrics to Hate Love Songs by Guar. Oh, my God, that would be great, you know. I, I, but then, like, it, it almost gives it credence in a way. Like, could could you could you... Could you imagine him doing like I hate you by overkill? Like <laughs> I hate people that make you feel small. I hate having my back against the wall. You know, like all <laughs> <laughs> Shakespeare acting. <laughs> but I mean like could you see like I'm doing like you give love a bad name? An angel's smile on your lips. Blood red nails on your fingertips. <laughs> You're doing a it schoolboy's dream. You act so shy. The very first kiss was your first kiss goodbye. Oh, you're a loving gun. <laughs> a loaded gun. Sorry. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought it's loaded gun, but it's yeah, loaded it's, gun, yeah, it's great. Yeah, exactly. I would love that. That would be, that would be phenomenal. All right, your turn. I'm trying to decide where to go next. Uh, what do y'all, oh, by the way, while Nick is saying his next thing, put in what you're thinking of these songs. I mean, like, are we, are we on it? You know, are we, are we putting together a good playlist for y'all? You know, and if you have more, we're going to get to your suggestions, but I mean, if you have more, throw them on the, in there, please. They're like, it's a good playlist, but it's pretty depressing. Uh, Rachel it, but, suggested this one when I told her the topic, <laughs> uh, Allison chains, love, hate, love. That's a good one. Yes, that is a I, good one. That I, song is depressing. Yes. That, that song is very depressing. Mind. And she was like, oh, what about love, hate, love? And I was like, oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I that put, that I, song is extremely depressing and fits. Oh, all she wrote, Firehouse. And that was all she wrote. That's a double one. Like, because that was all she wrote on the note that he's singing about. And yeah. just like how people say that's all she wrote. Yeah. Nice double meaning. Double entendo. Double entendre. Yes. Um, good call on love, hate, love. Good yes. job, Rachel. Yes. Um, this one's also kind of straightforward. Joan Jett. I hate myself for loving you. Yep. <laughs> you know, that's a cover. It is, but I like her version. Yes. So, uh, well, actually, no, it's not a cover. She wrote it with Desmond Child. Oh, that's one of the original ones. Yeah. Not okay. you're thinking of like I love rock and roll, which was the arrows. But... Well, most of her songs are covers. Well, a lot of the a lot of the popular ones, it seems to be right. Yes, yes, yeah. Right. But that one is her. That, that one, one she wrote yeah. with, but with Desmond Child, who wrote like every big song in the eighties. Yep. I think did he also write "You Get Love a Bad Name" with Bon Jovi too? I think he did. <laughs> think he, and I most importantly, most importantly, he wrote "Hide Your Heart" with Kiss. Yes, he did. <laughs> And Michael Bolton wrote forever. Yep. Though Paul says he changed the whole song. Yeah, I, of course. Of that's course. a bunch of bullshit. 
Oh, speaking of Paul, sounds Paul like, Stanley. Sounds, sounds, like a, sounds like a Michael Bolton song to me. I don't know. Sounds yeah, it more sure like does. Michael Bolton than Paul Stanley. That's for sure. Speaking of, I think there's a commercial that's going to be played. I it's it's all over the internet right now with Paul Stanley and Ozzy and like uh, who is it? Uh, Gary Idol. Clark Jr., Billy Idol, uh, Joan Jett, yeah. uh, with all of them. They're rock stars, but they're telling everybody to stop saying that they're rock stars in the corporate workplace, and it's phenomenal. I just saw the commercial. It's it's absolutely it's great. hysterical. It's great. So I can't wait for everybody to see that one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, your turn, right? You're up. Yeah, I thought I just went. What'd you no, say? You, no, you did. I'm sorry, the yeah. Joan Jet. Yeah, um, yeah. Eagles, victim of love. <laughs> Wait a minute, you're quoting the Eagles. I love the Eagles. I don't have oh, a problem. I thought you the hated Eagles. the Eagles. Why? Well, no, that's the dude. You... I know, <laughs> and me. Oh, you uh, don't like the Eagles? That figures. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the Eagles. I just. I'm ambivalent. I have a few Eagles albums because you have to. Right. Well, that's a great one. It's on Hotel California. I love that song. Which I have. Uh, Don <laughs> Felder penned Victim of Love. Fingers. Uh, great song. One of my favorite Eagles tracks. Victim of Love. Something or other in words. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You got it. Yeah. Um, I want classic rock for my next pick. Carly Simon, you're so vain because it's all about Nick. Or at least I bet you think that song is about you, don't you? <laughs> don't you? Don't I was, you? What about what about uh you're so vain, faster pussycat? You're so vain. <laughs> they did a really good job of that one. Yeah, bang up job. <laughs> That one is not going to be on the playlist. Very you sorry. sure. You sure? I'm, you know what? I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got? CeeLo Green. Fuck you. Yes. Oh my God! How did I not think of that one? That is th- all right. Talk about guilty pleasures. That one's right up there for me. It's that song one. is absolutely amazingly just phenomenal. Love it. Yep. Love, it. And love I it, did, it. Love it. And I did have that one down in our, our buddy Dean that watches occasionally. He put it on mm. my post, but I did already have that one. But that was a good suggestion by him. I thought he put something else on there. He did. Well, he started with Weird Al One More Minute, which is also fantastic. <laughs> We're going to add that as well. So. Yeah, so that was wow. on my list. I was getting to it. Okay, cool. Actually, you know what I'm going to do? Um, Since we're talking about it, there's 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 a couple lyrics in Weird Al, one more minute that need to be quoted. Oh, why don't you go, go ahead? Take Hang it. on. Uh, I'm I'm trying to I'm pulling up the lyrics. Cause I'd rather spend eternity eating shards of broken glass than spend <laughs> one more minute with you. And. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather rip out my intestines with a fork than watch you going out with other men. I'd rather slam my fingers in a door again and again and again. I'd rather have my blood sucked out by leeches and shove an ice pick under a toenail or two. I'd rather clean all the bathrooms in Grand Central Station with my tongue than spend one more minute with you. Wow. That's... Like worse than the Guar song, and this is coming from Weird Al. 
Yeah, this this is one we'll have to add to the list. Oh, Drew Cates. What's happening, Drew? That's a good one. Yeah, 99 problems. That is a good one. Yeah, that'll go on the list. Um, let's see. I know you love this guy. I know you love his voice. You think he sings like an angel. And he's your favorite vocalist. He's the best vocalist in Black Sabbath. I know how you feel. You love every part. That is your favorite part of Black Sabbath ever. Ozzy Osbourne, the man himself. Goodbye to romance. I'm looking forward to seeing him out on the road. So, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that don't know, Ozzy retired officially from touring. Wasn't he supposed to do that like 30 years ago? Uh, no uh, more tours in 1993? Think, yeah, and then he did Retirement Sucks Tour. Uh, yep. That was the next one. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Goodbye to Romance from from uh, Blizzard of Oz. I mean, that's that's just a great one to have. And Well, plus, that's about right? his relationship of uh, ending with Sabbath, right? I think so. So, yeah, good go. goodbye to romance, goodbye to friends. Yep. You know, but Randy. Yep. Randy Rhodes. Just got to say Randy Rhodes. Bad tone and all. Oh, stop it. Stop. Stop. I'm not going to uh, Alice Cooper poison. I thought about putting that on my list. I thought about it and it works really really well. I mean, you're you're poison. He's saying she's poison. Your Speaking of which, what about poison, Bell Biv DeVoe? I just that just popped into my head. <laughs> what about that one? That, that, we're gonna put it on the list. That girl is poison. I just spelled Bell wrong because there's only Bell, one L in Biv Bell Biv DeVoe. DeVoe. Yeah. Um, Ozzy is and not I in ICU, wrong. Steph. He's at home resting. He's, I, I think he's dead. Nobody told him. Him and Keith Richards both died 20 years ago. He's still still pretty killer, though. Yeah, and he can tour. Right. I just saw Keith. Yeah. Uh, so did his great, 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 great grandchildren. Yeah, right. Godsmack. Godsmack. Keep away. By God's Dude, name. Yeah. Like I told you. Stay away from me. Never misunderstand me. Yeah. Keep away from me. There you go. Um, I love the line, twisting everything around that you say, smack me in my mouth 200 times every other day. <laughs> yeah, I dated her too. <laughs> nice yeah that one had to be in there for sure all right what you got amy winehouse back to black nice nice great song great why'd vocal you pick performance. that one? Oh, um, well besides the vocal performance which is impeccable yes but. um i don't know it just sticks out i mean it, she's i think that's being told from the side of the uh the breaky rather than the breaker you know so usually mm. usually you get a lot of the like i told you to go fuck yourself and that's the i got told to go fuck myself <laughs> you know yeah you got told yep nah, that's a good one and she i mean talk about talent lost way too early but 
I mean, that whole record is is front to back great. And that was Ronson, right? Yep. Mark Ronson. Yep. That that back to black album is awesome. Yeah. Every track. I think that's actually what that, I think that album put Mark Ronson on the map as far as being a producer. I think so too. I don't know that for certain because I really only know that he produced that and and Uptown Funk. That's all I really know about Mark Ronson. Yeah, well, he he's also an artist himself, and he works with Phantom Planet and a bunch of other artists, and he's just a great set of ears, amazing set of ears, great musician. Um, the One. The song is called The One. By Backstreet by, Boys? No. Though I did initially have Bye 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 by NSYNC on here. Nice. Yeah, because of that. So, <laughs> and I may just put it back on just because of this. Um, but uh, yeah, the one by the Foo Fighters, and that was on the uh, originally. I don't know if it ever wound up on an album. It may have, but it was originally on a soundtrack called uh, from the movie Orange County, which had uh, Jack Black and uh, Colin Hanks and a few others. Uh, but the lyrics are absolutely fantastic because <laughs> the chorus is you're not the one but you're the only one who can make me feel like this you're not the one but you're the only one who can make me feel like shit <laughs> nice and for the foo fighters that's actually you know pushing the envelope for them as far as you know because we've gotten to know the foo fighters is kind of like you know not necessarily warm and fuzzy and cuddly but you know radio ready rock and radio appropriate rock and this is kind of aggro <laughs> as far as as far as lyrical content great video um, too great video absolutely great video so if you guys haven't seen it check it out on youtube after you're done watching us by the way we're on youtube so subscribe again gonna mention it subscribe hit you want notifications we need all the people all of the people i never all know where to point people i just well just in this it's below this so i point like somewhere here. in here yeah and you know it's all, all, all things. Um, yes, your turn. Okay, this I think is the most fiery fuck you breakup love song. I mean, however you want to describe it, ever written, in my opinion. And it's one of my all-time favorites by this artist. I know Mike is not a fan, but I think it's pure brilliance. Bob Dylan, Idiot Wind off of Blood on the Tracks. Um, some of the most just uh, scathing lyrics. Um, Give us a couple. Of lines. Yeah, that's right. I'm, I'm pulling them up because I, I don't want to I don't want to quote them wrong. Um, but that whole album essentially could be on this playlist. But let me see. Uh, hang on, hang on. There's a lot I'm of lyrics on. in this one. This is this is this is an eight and a half minute because song. Because it's, so. it's Bob Dylan. All he knows is how to write words. Yeah, yeah with but, no talent. All right, now you're being a dickhead. <laughs> now you're being a dickhead. The pre I, th this is my favorite because this is Dylan using the symbolism and imagery to get his point across. The priest wore black on the seventh day and sat stone faced while the building burned. I waited for you on the running boards near the cypress trees while the springtime turned slowly into autumn. I don't see how that's like venomous or. Oh, it get it get. Uh, I would have to recite the whole song to get to the point. 
I've been double crossed now for the very last time, and now I'm finally free. I kiss goodbye the howling beast on the borderline which separated you from me. That's better. That's better. <laughs> Some shit about cypress trees and waiting on the running boards is kind of like, well, very Bob Dylan. The, the rest of it could have been in the Guar song. <laughs> You'll never know the hurt I suffered, nor the pain I rise above, and I'll never know the same about you, your holiness, or your kind of love. There you go. All good stuff. I will take it. Um, I only have a couple left. Uh, one of them, somebody just mentioned actually in the chat, and that is everything about you by ugly kid. Joe, that is, you know, he, he hates everything about you. And the funny thing is that song came out. I believe it was 92. I think it was 92. And uh, like my first love, you know, my first like real relationship that I had, we had just broken up when that came out. And so guess what was on constant repeat <laughs> over and over and over and over and over again, fast forward 30 years later, we're, we're actually really good friends, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was, hate that everything was... about that song. I hate everything about you. <laughs> I hate when he goes everything about I like it. So there. Stupid. You know what? It's going to be on the playlist every other song. No, it should be on the playlist. It absolutely every other should. Song now. It's going to go before and after every Bob Dylan song you put on there. I only put one on. That's all you need. <laughs> it's one too many. Where's Gall McCartney to back me up on this one? He, he's, he, he's considering eating his own poop right now or something. <laughs> he's... <laughs> He's he's finger painting with his own like jizz. He's <laughs> that's that's what he's doing right now. <laughs> yeah, that just well, came out of my mouth. <laughs> Put the comment up. I, <laughs> I was hungry. I bet it was nutty. <laughs> wow, this went off the rails really quick, right. and it's all my fault, and I'm yeah. all right with that. Oh, God. Even Roger's like, dude, what did you just say? Yeah, right, that was out of control. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Your turn, your turn. <laughs> how, do I, how do I even come back from that? I think I only got two left. Uh, so do, well, I only have like I think I only have one left. So all right, I could have just one. No, 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 no. But I, uh, yeah, you can do two. It's fine. I don't care. Okay, uh, Ramones, the KKK took my baby away. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's, you know, if if somebody didn't know better and they looked at that song like. The Ramones were anti-Semites. I mean, yeah, right. uh, they, they, they were like, you know, racist and you yeah. know, no. <laughs> How about no? Not at all. <laughs> but that song is just, uh, yes. it's it's so ridiculous. It's that, hey, put down that shoe. It's it's a classic, it's a classic Ramones tune. It is. It's a great tune uh, and, a, and a very sad love song yes. or anti-love song for that matter. Now, to me, this song 
is this song is the star on top of the Christmas tree that is anti love songs. Um, it's very long. It's about 11 and a half, 12 minutes long. So it's, and uh, it, I already it, know what, what's going to yeah. be. And it goes through several movements, um, not bowel movements. That's, that's Gall McCartney. But, uh, but this song has several movements, several portions to it, several parts to it. And it truly does tell a story. And there are two very different stories within the song. Uh, the mighty typo negative unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity also known as i know you're fucking someone else <laughs> yeah they were always really good on uh keeping the song titles concise yeah well the, if, i mean one was one was the, the 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 scientific formula for gravity that was the name of one of their songs and the song was called gravity but that was the the title <laughs> so yeah Good for them. Now, for those of you that don't know, oh, let's see, unsuccessfully coping with, there we go. All right. So for those of you that don't know the song, you have to, it's on, it's on their first album called Slow, Deep and Hard. And the lyrics are absolutely fantastic. Again, the, the first part of the song is, is, you know, very angry. I mean, they're both very angry, both parts of the, both lyrical sets of the song. Uh, but the, 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 the second part where the, I know you're fucking someone else comes in. Um, I guess this would be like a, like a, like a bridge or a pre-chorus. You had cock on your mind and come on your breath inserted that diaphragm before you left practicing freelance gynecology where there's a womb. There's a way with you. It's for free. Wow. This is poetry, man. I'm, a, I'm actually like borderline offended. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? He was angry when he wrote that. Um, I guess. And, you know, at one point I, I, I worked with typo negative. I worked with managing them and, and Peter and I had plenty of windshield time together and I've been to Peter's home and we've you know gone out for dinner together. And I did ask him, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a girl ex-girlfriend. I was, I was pretty angry at the time. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, I'm glad he told you that because I couldn't tell by the lyrics that he was angry. Yeah. Yeah. I got Peter stories that I'm not going to get into, but uh, so you that picked, have to do with things like that. You picked this one, and somebody on my post, uh, uh, my buddy Brad, had commented, uh, The Dream is Dead by Typo Negative. That one, well, that one specifically, and that will that should be on the list because the the first line in the chorus is another lonely valentine's day and go. it's i that is the i quote that song every valentine's day and i put it on my facebook page and that's like my post for the day um but yeah the dream is dead let's see i want to make sure i i, I want to do it you know i want to do it uh, justice so let's see all right uh a little, little. Another lonely Valentine's Day. I can't believe that things turned out this way. And though I hate to see you go, I know it must be so. Another lonely Valentine's Day. You know, uh, it's sad. <laughs> it's 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 rough. Um, yeah, it's rough. But anyway, but that fits. Um, it fits the uh, the theme. Totally the does. A lot of Brad. their songs do. A lot of their songs do. 
a lot of their songs do. One that doesn't is My Girlfriend's Girlfriend. Funny enough, that does not fit them. <laughs> does not fit. Uh, and that is actually one of my favorite typo negative songs is, is, is that song. Anyway, what's your last one? Take us home. My last one. Got to go with uh, what's known to their fan base as the divorce anthem. Blackberry Smoke, Ain't Much Left of Me. <laughs> there you go. Closes Give me out, some lines. Give me a couple lines. Closes out almost all of their shows. Um, hang on. I, pro- I, should, I should know these lyrics already, but I, I don't want to quote anything wrong. Uh, come on, computer. Come on. Believe me, I, that, that's what's been happening to me <laughs> uh, all night. So I get it. I mean, what more needs to be said than I've been rained on road hard and put up wet, danced with the devil till I'm in debt, took all I got and there ain't much left of me. That's rough. <laughs> that That's a little rough. That's a, yeah. that's a bit harsh. Jeez. All right. Well, that's definitely going on there. It's a good one. All right. Well, that's what we had. Now, let's go through the we're going through the uh, I'm going through all the all the uh, comments here just to see. Now, the first one that I saw, somebody put up uh, what I lied to you by the Eurythmics. And I quickly looked up the lyrics and see if it fit the mold. My friends know what's in store. I won't be here anymore. I've packed my bags. I've cleaned the floor. Watch me walking, walking out the door. All right, that's that's an angry breakup song. But why would you clean the floor? Because I that's think like, that's an extra jab. Just like, hey, I made sure I cleaned up before I left. Um, well, then I, you got I nothing put, to bitch about. I, I walked. I walked the dog. Uh, I, in fact, I prepared a couple of meals for you. <laughs> I think it's the. I think it's symbolizing leaving without a guilty conscience. Actually, I think I think this the next verse. Tell you straight, no intervention to your face, no deception. You're the biggest fake. That much is true. Had all I can take. Now I'm leaving you. That's better. There you go. <laughs> that that is more. That is more. You know, true to the theme. The, the clean the floor thing is weird. I don't know why I found it weird, but it, it just is. Um, somebody mentioned, I think it was Mark Garney, Nazareth, Whiskey Drinking Woman. That's a great now, one. Now, I'm not familiar with this song. so um, It's on uh, uh, Hair of the Dog. Let's see. She's got bottles in the kitchen, even got them in my bed. Most times I see her now, she's three parts out of her head. Don't know where I went wrong. I sure try to treat her right. But it sure upsets me seeing her juiced up every night. So this is about a guy who's dating a drunk. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. All right, we'll put that on it. Because <laughs> I dated one of those too. Uh, it's bad when you can identify with every song that's on this on fucking the playlist. List, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What else do we have on here? Um, let's see. The Breakup Song by Greg Kinn. Hmm. Oh, that's... Nah, 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 uh, 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 uh. They don't write them like that Oh, that's anymore. the Breakup Song? Yeah. I didn't even know the name of that song. Uh, that's That song's kind of annoying, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> I can't believe Gall McCartney doesn't have more suggestions. 
Well, I think he's still munching down on his own his own uh, refuse. Uh, we'd broken up for good just an hour before. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Now I'm staring at the bodies as they're dancing across the floor. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Uh, let's see. Nope, doesn't have me yet. Uh, it's called the breakup song. Yeah, but I, I there's nothing... It, I don't think it needs to pass your... your uh, your your uh requirements to get i think it does i think it does because why would you name something the breakup song and not not talk about except for the first line we've broken up for good just an hour before yeah but he goes out isn't he sitting lonely in the bar and then he hears the song and he says they don't write him like that anymore isn't the whole idea what is what does that matter who cares if they write it well, because he's identifying with the song the same way you just identified. Oh, my God. This is way too artistic. Water. This is way too artistic. It's too deep. It's two levels deep. All right. It's going on the playlist. <laughs> it's called the fucking breakup song. It's not called the fucking breakup song. It's called the breakup song. 99 Problems is going on the playlist. That works. 99 Problems is on there for sure. That's definitely going on the playlist. White Trash Beautiful by Everlast. Hmm. I don't know that one. I don't know that one either. So let's see. White trash beautiful lyrics here we go let's see uh wow there's a lot of lyrics um he lights a cigarette his eyes half open he won't be home tonight but she keeps hoping drinking himself to sleep is his only way of coping she waits for him every night she leaves the front door open it's 4 a.m i'm doing 95 trying to stay awake and make it home alive white trash beautiful there's something you should know. My heart belongs to you. I know you could have found a better guy. I love you till the day I die. I swear to God, it's true. I'm coming home to you. Coming home to you, girl. This doesn't sound like an anti-love song. What do you think? Uh, I pick Jump Around uh, House of Pain. That would be, yeah. Pack it up. Pack it in. Let, Let me, me begin. begin. I came to win. Battle me. That's a sin. That is far more of an anti-love song than, than what this is. But, you know. What about Chili Whack? Gone, gone, gone. Let's I think see. it's Chilla Whack, technically, but it, it's Chili Whack. It's not the one that Philip, Philip Phillips did, right? No. Huh. Chilla Whack lyrics. There we go. Um, ever since... Ever since left me, I'm guessing you left me, I sure feel alone, a little misunderstanding. I can't get her on the telephone. Hanging out on Main Street, living in a different world, standing around with the gang on the corner talking about my girl. My girl. She was the world to me. She's gone away across the street. My girl is just a memory. She's been so long away. I don't know the song at all. They play it on Yacht Rock Radio all the time. Oh, wait a minute. You know it. You know what needs, speaking of what needs to be on there, I'm just going to read the lyrics and you're going to know immediately, probably from the first line. I'm not in love. No, 10 CC. So, so don't forget it. It's yep. just a silly phase I'm going through. And yep. just because I call you up, don't get me wrong. Don't think you've got it made. I'm not in love. <laughs> no, no. It's because that is going on there. Yes. Because that is the biggest most sarcastic song on the planet. I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to remember Offspring songs. 
Well, self-esteem is kind of like one of those. Yeah, but it's not good because it's the offspring. You know what? Does it have to be good? I'm putting some of your shitty Bob Dylan shit on here. Uh, Brick by Albert Collins. All right, let's check that out. Brick, Albert Collins, uh, lyrics. Because I, again, not familiar. Brick, baby. That's what I'm going to throw upside your head. It's in. It's in. I don't know that song, but I'm going to tie it up as soon as we're done. It is in. It's going to be on repeat. (laughs) I'm going to chuck a brick at you. (laughs) Ah, You know I love you. Yeah, you know my love is true. I can't understand it, baby, the way you treat me like you do. I'm going to chuck a brick, baby. I'm going to chuck a brick at you. That's killing. That's brilliant. How do I not know this song? <laughs> Patrick Middlestad for the win. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that does sound awesome. That is great. I'm. Uh, we're, sh- we're ending the show now because I just have to listen to this. Right. Yeah, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. It was great talking to everyone. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get all these on the on the man. I got to wait. Hang on. I got to make a note of that. Make sure I don't. I don't know how I would forget that one, but. Brick, Albert, <laughs> and then 10cc. All right, cool. Well, if you guys have any more suggestions, you can put them in the chat, shoot an email uh, if you really want, which I still don't check, but here it is, uh, and we'll eventually get to it, so you can do that um, if you really wanted to. Uh, now, we have two segments left. We have Discovered and This Song Sucks. So, Nick, Discovered, what you got? Is this the one we don't have the playlist for? That's the one we don't have a playlist. Okay, so I can't. I could. I put this on because I heard it earlier this week, and I couldn't remember if I've already said this. It's all good. Um, but my pick is "Take Me to the River" by the Talking Heads, uh, cover of an uh, Al Green song. They do it really cool. Turn it upside down compared to the original. It's one of the only things I've ever liked that the Talking Heads have done. Um, it's, it, it, it's really cool. I mean, it just sort of, it's, it's very menacing how it sort of sneaks around, um, where the Al Green one is much more straightforward, you know, soulful blues style stuff. Um, talking heads, just turn it upside down and I really dig it. And I I think it's got a good groove and, um, David Burns not being too weird. So I like it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Took me to the river. Look at my big suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, David Byrne can be well, very David Byrne. Yes, um, but that's a good. That actually is a very good cover, and you're right. It does turn that song on its head because that song is a very. You know, it's a soul R and B tune, and it's great. I love the original. I'm a big fan of the movie The Commitments. The the way that they did it in that movie, the commitments did it in that movie, actually, they slay it. But the Talking Heads did a really good job of really just doing a 180 with it and making it a very kind of mellow, almost slightly atmospheric. That's uh, a good way to put it. down, yeah. you know, uh, version of that song. It's a good it's a good version. Absolutely. I agree with you. This one you're probably not going to um, enjoy. So for my pick this week. This is one of those things that, like, I like it as much. Definitely not more. <laughs> Definitely not more. In fact, I may not like this as much, but I still like the cover. 
So people have done Prince songs and, and some people have destroyed them and some people have done it justice. But Tom Jones, I mean, come on. He did Kiss with the art of noise. And it's weird, but it's cool. Why is it cool? Because it's Tom fucking Jones. Yep. That's why. You know, I mean, Tom Jones could sing the phone book and I'd be like, yes. Yeah. Not quite as much as I would be like double fist. Yes. If it was Gino Vanelli singing the phone book, I'd be like, yeah. But Tom Jones gets a yes. You should have been at Rock City last week in our used vinyl drop. There was like 40 Tom Jones records in it. And now there's 39. No, I think there's like 28. Okay. Oh, well, hey, that's the the, the audience that Pat, Tom Jones I think commands. Pat came in and bought some. <laughs> well, he definitely bought Albert Collins. <laughs> a brick. It's like, I don't you know what? I almost don't want to listen to it because I have a feeling like it, it's all built up in my head now. And now no matter what it is, it's not going to live up to that. You know, it's just not, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to, I'll go for it. Yeah, Cause I want it to be funky. Yeah. Like, well, it's Albert Collins. So it'll be bluesy at least. Right. At least yeah. But I don't want it to be like, I got a brick and throw it over your head. Brick. Throwing a brick. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. Totally get it. Um, cool. All right. So that means we got past discovered. This means one thing and one thing only, Nick. What is it? It's time for this song. So. Do you want your other one too? Yep. Yes. You know, it, <laughs> it's so great because it's just case in point of like when people go, this song sucks, what does it mean? And when they hear abracadabra, they know exactly what it means. <laughs> okay um fine so what do you got what song sucks and you can't say abracadabra I'm and not. you can't say abracadabra by fucking sugar ray no that was on discovered because they did it better than steve miller okay bto you ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> terrible song <laughs> first off how is the guitar tone that clean it sounds it's like a strat through like a jazz chorus plugged into a mixing console i don't it's like i don't know how they were able to like even mark knopfler would be like jesus christ why is that so clean <laughs> like that's that's actually really really funny I, um i hate that song so why why i just For started all those the, reasons the guitar tone's fucking terrible the lyrics suck i hate the vocal on it like when he starts doing that baby oh my god it drives me insane and i talked earlier about how i've been listening to bto not fragile and uh it's like track four on not fragile it comes right after hang on what's the name of the 
the tune. Uh, track list. Come on. Rock is my life, and this is my song. <laughs> Very Canadian. <laughs> Why is that inherently Canadian? <laughs> I don't know. They're just very Canadian. Like, like if, if I, I was talking to somebody the other day about BTO, and I was like, yeah, but when when you realize that they are extremely Canadian, the music makes much more sense. Like, that's about as rock and as Canada can get. Okay. Well, who else is throwing down from Canada? Not Rush? other than Rush. Other than Rush. Triumph. Dream Come Theater. On. Well, uh, I got to give Dream Theater one from... fifth, one fifth, because J uh, James Labrie is 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 the singer is from. from yeah, but Canada. the rest of them are from Long Island, where you're yeah. from, right? So... so that's where the attitude's coming from, not Saskatoon. <laughs> it's Moose Jaw. Yeah, but uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. I could have went taking care of business, but I was almost sure that I had already said that once. I don't think you did. Really? I don't. I I would have to go back and check. But All right, I, well, I don't then think tune so. in next week where I'll be talking about taking care of business. <laughs> I don't. You know what? We need to have a rule. You can't use the same band two weeks in a row. Okay. All right. I, then I think... two weeks from now, I'll be talking about taking care of business. Fair enough. And working um... overtime. <laughs> Workout. <laughs> the little punctuation you put hey, work out that's how he says it i know but the way that you did it was even funnier because i wasn't expecting it. i just want to know like how cf turner uh, that's my favorite cf turner not to be confused with cf martin but cf no. turner how his vocal delivery could be so like yelling like like that and then you've got like randy bachman singing like he's like a geek I, I love just, Patrick's comment. Bachman yeah, Turner overweight. Yes, totally. <laughs> BTO. That reminds me of thing. REO Speed Dealer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they got sued. Yeah, <laughs> they Kevin had a cease Cronin. and desist order. Kevin Cronin was not happy. So um, now they're just Speed Dealer. What about there was uh, a local uh, morning DJ talk show that used to be on when i was a kid here they were basically just copping howard stern drew and mike but they were talking about bto one day and drew goes yeah bachman turner overdrive i'm not really sure how much overdrive was really taking place <laughs> which i love <laughs> like bachman turner that's it that's that, it right? <laughs> the overdrive wasn't necessary Bachman Turner reverb like that right. would probably be more Bachman Turner chorus right. <laughs> any any other guitar pedal except for the overdrive um CF Turner in his fur coat do you hear that yes yeah, that it's a plane heading towards you a helicopter right above my my condo complex they're coming for you it's, it's coming CF, for Roger it's CF Turner and Ronnie Bachman it's they're coming for him yeah, or Randy Bachman, for Roger. not Ronnie Bachman. They're coming for Roger Bachman. Yeah. Um, all right. So this one, this was a tough one. Only because I could pick most of his catalog. Steve Phil Miller. Collins. Phil Collins is great. Was great in Genesis. I thought Phil Collins in Genesis worked. Decent drummer. Decent vocalist work within it even invisible touch and all that i i, I dig it <laughs> uh, 
I'm all right with that. I'm not. What I'm not all right with is most of his solo career. Like Su- most Su- of it. Studio. Why did you take my song? Was that your song? Yes. Oh my god. Well, I guess it's because we both think alike. Because that song yeah. does suck. That song, Susudio, really just sucks. It su- it, su- sucks. Su- su- suck. What I want to do is I want to like find Albert Collins and have him go up to Phil Collins and Phil Collins and hit him on the head with a brick. Be like, you're doing bad to the Collins name. <laughs> Maybe that already happened, and that's why Phil Collins can't stand up anymore. Yeah, that's why he's got to sit on a drum throne going forward at the front of the stage. Look, I don't, I don't, look, I, just because he had bad posture when playing drums is not our fault. I, I, it's got to be more than that. It's got to be. It's, it, look, he's not young. It's got to be a degenerative condition. However, his son is a phenomenal drummer. Yeah. Well, like yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing drummer. Well, look, we know he didn't hurt himself dancing because he can't dance. He also what are you can't talking sing. about? Billy, the, the the video for Billy, his dancing and Billy, whatever the Billy, Billy, don't you lose my number, whatever the hell that the, his dancing in that video is sublime. Sublime. You missed the joke. What's that? Remember, I can't dance. Oh, I geez. can't sing. That's right. Yeah, but that wasn't solo. That was Genesis. Yeah, but still sucked. It still was awful. Doesn't matter whose album it came out on. I actually don't mind that. Song. It only it's only shittier than Phil Collins solo because Mike Rutherford was involved. It that's why it is shittier. That's why it's worse. Why is why do you let, not like Mike Rutherford? What's there to like about him? And it's certainly not Mike and the Mechanics. I dug Mike and the Mechanics. No, you didn't. In the eighties, when you didn't know better. Who knew better? There was nothing else. Yeah, there was no Pantera vulgar display of power. No, there was not. And if there was, at the time, I'd be like, fuck you, Mike Rutherford. (laughs) I saw Mike Rutherford at NAMM once, and I was really bummed out. Why? I was like, oh, no, it's Mike Rutherford. (laughs) He's got like a 40-string bass on, and then there's an acoustic ironed onto it. I can't stand Genesis. Sorry. I know it's. I'm supposed to think they're outstanding, but they're. they're I mean, some of that Peter Gabriel era stuff is is kind of cool. The early as soon, stuff. As soon as he's out of the picture, it's it's awful. I I guess I kind of like misunderstanding. That's a good song. <laughs> you know, I, I had to think I about like it. Like, oh yeah, I know that too. Now that people are Abacab is good. You yeah, anywhere. It, but the album is good. It's not just the song. The album is actually good. Um, invisible touch sucks though that's no it doesn't sucks. Yes, no it doesn't terrible. it's a good album it's a good album you got to think of it put it in context man it's like 82 or 83 put, when that that's came out the thing i can put it in hindsight in that i've listened to it and i don't like it you were there so you yeah. like it there's a di- that's why well no i've been there for a lot of music that came out today and i don't like that either it has nothing to do with being there it's just you got to think about like you know, the musicianship in those songs is actually pretty good. And, and they're, they're complex arrangements. I'm not with saying multi-layers. that. It's it, just they a lot took, of they took garbage. They made prog pop, which is good and bad. Depending uh, on how you didn't. Yes. Do that first with what owner of a lonely heart. No, with like 
roundabout and and uh i've that seen wasn't all pop. the people that wasn't pop that wasn't top 40 radio that I wasn't top 40 radio i'm pretty sure i've seen all good people was a top 40 right, let's song. see let's now you know what ladies and gentlemen talk amongst yourselves and say all let's see. good people yes billboard chart move on back to square let's see personnel charts you know what you're right it hit number 40 still top 40 baby and that yeah. was like 12 years before abacab all right let's look up abacab that was probably number one i'm not doubting that abacab the 11th studio album that's let's funny because those are the chords that they're playing let's see uh let's see uh let's see charts charts 26. oh okay 26. See, it, only, it took 14 years after yes for them to do abacab and it was only 14 spots higher all right invisible touch the song let's see charts number one i'm not doubting it Doesn't it is mean it's it was number one and it was not just number one in the u.s it was number one in canada what about follow you follow me whatever that song sucks to follow really that one's not good either misunderstanding's I like great i like that one all right we'll look up that one too and then we're gonna go because i hopped in my car i went round there uh i don't know if that was let's see no it doesn't a uh, chart performance oh wait hang on number 23 four follow you follow me yeah and then what was the other one you want me to check misunderstanding misunderstanding genesis genesis song 14 there you go so you know they took they took prog they really took prog mainstream and they weren't necessarily that prog at that point follow you follow me is kind of prog when you think about it like with all, all the mellotron shit that's Other in than it it's like two minutes long and it's but it's you know it's still like a prog song it's like kind of fantasy-esque in its in its production whereas invisible touch was just straight pop but i mean it was it was still like with odd time signature kind of things going on in it um Mark yeah they, they always, they had always had, yeah they also had a lot of hot air too oh my god don't hate on genesis <laughs> Don't hate on Genesis too much. Hate on Phil Collins solo. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, that's really awful. Plus, he's also responsible for all the bad 80s Eric Clapton, too. That was produced by Phil Collins. Yeah, Is that Phil Collins' new record that you were just playing there? This is him getting uh, settled into his drum drum kit uh, circa uh, 75 after maybe smoking way too much of something. <laughs> Hit it. This is the newest song by Genesis. This is, called, this is called Feeding the Ducks. Uh, <laughs> all right. With oh, that said. I turned it on again. 
That is the end. We are done, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us again. My name is Mike Venezia. That is Nick Morocco. Nick, what store do you own? Rock City Music Company. And where are you located? Five Mile in Farmington in Livonia, Michigan. And where can we find you? RockCityMusicCo.com and all social media platforms. Well, that is a good thing now, isn't it? It is. Turn It On Again was good. Turn It On Again no, it wasn't. was pretty good. The, the Zeppelin reunion was the worst thing Phil Collins ever did. Yeah, I mean, literally ruined Led Zeppelin. Ever. Ever. Like, I give him a lot of credit for getting on a Concorde and flying over, and I think that was kind of cool, but that's it. <laughs> he should just he have come and watched. He flew over to do that. He flew yeah. over to he ruin flew another over band's career. To do that, and he should have just, you know, watched from the side of the stage. Right. They so. could have gotten anyone else. And they didn't. But they got Phil Collins. But you know what? Just like he's out, we are out too. Thank you. See you next week.